Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce part one of this week's New Music Saturday podcast. And we have got an interview with the fantastic Lily Tamirez uh, to kick things off. She is brilliant, energetic, musically uh, brilliant and talented. I can't think of the words. <laughs> and just absolutely awesome. We have a great time talking about uh, all sorts of things to do with uh, songwriting and thought process and all sorts. She has this amazing way with words, which I think is brilliant, uh, that you know conjures up imagery and writes brilliant songs. So we love that. Then we go into all sorts of crazy variations of rock and roll, heavy music, which is awesome. And we have a brilliant time. And to be honest with you, we both came away from this feeling very, very happy. You know, when you come away from something, you go, oh, that was a bit good, wasn't it? And it really was. Part two is also coming up, which is awesome. I have one request to make, which is if you are listening to this to the show next week is our 200th episode of new music saturday in the current format we've done more than 200 episodes together we've been doing this for a while but uh, there have been different variations and things like that this format of the show has been going for 200 episodes we are stunned <laughs> to be honest with you that, that is the case it is absolutely amazing um if you're listening to this we would love to hear from you. So there's a link in this. Uh, should appear everywhere where the podcast goes up uh, through to Anchor where you can leave a voice message. We would love to hear your favourite memories of the show, bands that you like, even if you just want to plug something and tell people you exist live on air. We want to get a group of messages together so we can play some on our 200th show next week. So please do that uh, if you get a moment. That'd be amazing. Thank you so much for listening. I won't take up any more of your time. I'll let you get straight into the music. Oh, that's not true. I also need to tell you that we fucked up the start of this, so it's a bit kind of uh, B. <laughs> but apart from that, it's all good. Cheers, guys. What's up, guys? Uh, sorry about the dead air. So, welcome to Music Saturday. Uh, hashtag Animus. Uh, um, we will be playing intro here in just a moment. Uh, I just one thing I just happened to miss, so I do apologize for that. So, um, <laughs> so rather than have more uh, dead air, then we'll, we're just going to talk now and uh, keep going. So, I do apologize. We'll get it going here in just one second, and you know. Funny enough, uh, you know, well, I guess whatever you want to call it, I did thank Titanosaur because he's the one who who did our intro for us. And uh, my my apologies, I just like as one of those things I just didn't expect to happen. So, and he's been a little bit more prepared. So, uh, we'll I think it's good to get the technical hitches out of the way first. Well, yeah, right, eh? So. So here we go. Uh, just one second, okay, and uh, everybody, tuck your pants into your socks. Here we go. Wow, what a start, eh? Loud dogs. I do apologize. Well, uh, we're up to a great start here. 
So, um, like I said earlier, and I uh, know, might as well talk about the glitches and the dead area. Apologize for that. So, welcome to New Music Saturday hashtag NMS episode 199. No, how about that? Get closer to 200. And then, hooray, the other stuff. And for some reason, iTunes came up and played uh, a little bit of a system of a down in the background for some reason. So, <laughs> that being said, Lovely. Yeah, so we got through our Titanosaur intro. So, myself, Dr. Bones, the doc of many things, the doc of rock, not a medical doctor, and apparently, uh, it's a good thing I'm not because. I could mess a few things up if I had shaky hands. So, so, <laughs> so, and, and welcome, my co-host, my co-host, my partner, Crime, the Chargers, who Mike Five. Mate, that was honestly the best start ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. How are you? How's your week been? Oh, man, actually, it's been pretty good. Like, it's been an awesome week. Uh, we just actually got our copy on vinyl of uh, What's Story Morning Glory Oasis. We sent it for the first time last night. By the way, so it's amazing nice. on vinyl, so it was pretty good. But uh, yeah, yeah, pretty cool week. We got some flights back to the airport, so things are picking up a little bit, so that's cool. And yeah, it was a good week. And man, uh, we'll talk more about Bandcamp Friday, but no, but skip th- we'll skip that for that later because right now we want to inter- interview and talk to our musical guests. Welcome, Millie Tamaris. Hi, how you doing? Very well. How about yourself, Spider Shaky Start? <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Well, I, I think uh, first, uh, actually, Mike, I'm sorry, I kind of cut you off there, but I just heard the, the breathing. It's like, oh, he's going to ask a question. So, No, 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 I wasn't. No, sorry. No, I was, I was just breathing. Okay. I was going to let you kick off. <laughs> I do that sometimes. I find it keeps me healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like eating, right? Just to feel duty on the next day. Yeah, sometimes I do that as well. I mean, I try not to do either of them too loudly on air, but you know. Um, anyway, right, let's <laughs> let's crack on. You, you go ahead. What are you going to say? Well, Millie Tamaris, uh, your single is out right now, uh, Run a Mile. It's been out for a while. We played it a couple times. This is a great tune. And I'll be honest, first and foremost, I love your energy. Just watching you play the piano and saying, it's like, man, I, I just can't wait to get back to England to see you in concert. Oh. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That means a lot because um, I, I mean, I haven't been playing piano that long, actually. Um, I started to I started to just learn a little bit so that I could write better about maybe like 10 months before lockdown started. And then over lockdown, I've been practicing. So wow. thank you. I hope you can come over and, and see me live at some point. Well, we will be back probably, I'm going to say, another two years, um, hopefully. <laughs> Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just when things open Hopefully. back up and things are kind of somewhat safe again, right? <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. But um, you're, you've been working, I know it's kind of uh, getting ahead of myself, but you've been working on some new music. And I've seen uh, a couple of your things on TikTok and you did tag me in a couple of videos. So uh, I, I know this is a question we usually ask later on, but um, wh- how, how do you kind of, what's your operation like? I mean, how do you create and how do you how what's your motivation to to create the songs like how do you go about it um well do, do you know what but before run a mile um the way i did it was a little bit different um but something kind of triggered me with um uh, it was kind of a a bit of a life-changing event uh and then i started to use imagery a lot so so now i i, I would say i think about uh I think about the situation as I see it right. and then I, I kind of write, I write it down in, in kind of like with using imagery. Um, so I, I use anything from like a real memory to a picture or I, I, 
I go on Pinterest and I just create a board and I kind of like with Runamile, I remember it was just such a rainy day and it took me back. It triggered a memory of when I'd uh, kind of an emotional, um, it was like a, a, a breakdown, I guess, with, with my partner and it reminded me of that. And I went straight to the piano and just, I just did the chorus and it just came out. So I do, I do rely on visuals and visual triggers a lot. You know, I was asking just because the other day I believe it was on on your Instagram where you posted a picture and you said, "Well, this is the I believe you said this is the day that I wrote Run a Mile," and it just kind of a dreary outlook in the city. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I I think that kind of I any I'm sure you guys have done this before. You'll go to write something and it's you're doing it for the wrong reasons that day, and you, you you're trying too hard, and that's why I think relying on something that it really does remind you of something that's happened the best way um so I, I try to do that with everything as much as possible but yeah that's with, with the rain that did help a lot with that so well well for me personally i mean it just if i get hit, hit with the inspiration i gotta do it then and there if i don't oh it's, yeah it's, i just it's gonna lose it right but i'm just curious and, and i just this because the way you use imagery i just i had to ask and seeing that picture i was like okay well that that makes a little bit more sense <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, um, and the thing is, I, I do all my own music videos at home, and al- although it is the video side of it and, and not the sound, right. it's actually part of the process. So, like the the any video I do, that's how I've seen the whole thing go in my head. So oh, that nice. the, yeah. So like the video is definitely part of the writing process for me. Um, I, love, I love that. This. It's such a strong connection, I think. It's like when you hear like an ama- there are some amazing classic albums that have terrible album covers, and it's really difficult for me to listen to them. <laughs> like, which sounds really like stupid, but you know what I mean. Like, I feel like yeah. the whole thing with music is a piece of art, and so it is completely sensory. I mean, well, you can't often taste music. I did go to a gig once where someone gave us homemade cupcakes, but, um, but you know what I mean. It's definitely visual and definitely audio. If there happen to be cakes at a gig, you kind of get the smell and the taste. Um, and, you know, maybe, I don't know, can't be around touching musicians, can you? But anyway, the, I think there's definitely not, something about that. What's that? I said definitely not at the moment, you can't be touching no. musicians. <laughs> no, you can't touch anyone. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> I've gone down to here. At least here. not, not without consent, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, even then no hugging not yeah but i totally agree that there's so you know and then it comes across so much in your music like it's so i found you know listening to your music you've got a fantastic voice you oh. understand oh it's true that i mean it's brilliant you, you understand songwriting and instrumentation all those things and create wonderful songs but the lyrics are so strong and there's so much in there i think that really intrigues me because it kind of it, it tells a story or it sets a scene and allows you to kind of fill in the gaps and then with the video you, you know you're building on that and adding to the whole experience i think that's a really important part of it oh thank you i appreciate that yeah um the, the thing is before this i was doing more like electronic stuff which, which i did enjoy but then after this event that took place i kind of couldn't write about it for i'd say about 10 months i just okay. couldn't and then I met um, 
Lawrence Henderson, who's my guitar player and MD. And the thing is, we're, we're such good friends now. We we were talking a lot um, like before I wrote Run and Wild. And I, I kind of found it quite good therapy. And it turns out that the conversations we had kind of got got all of this stuff out and it I don't know it, it just he he's really great to work with and I think having a good team is is massive part of it oh it's key for sure. and like uh the producer Luke Rigdon he he's yeah him and Lawrence are my they're like my team so I'm really lucky to have those two and yeah I'm glad you like the song it's brilliant I love it I think it's interesting as well as a solo artist I've never been a solo artist. I've always been in bands because then I can just sort of hide behind other talented people. <laughs> but, I, but I find uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at that because it's so true. It's ridiculous. But um, <laughs> but I like it is really important to have you know someone to bounce things off of, someone to be part of that process. But still, it's yours and it's your project. And again, I think that's really strong. Like the guitar solo in that song is wicked, for example. It's you know it's really yeah. strong. It sounds really cool, and it just kind of breaks out in the middle, which is great. But it's those little touches you get from like collaborations and bouncing yeah. things off people. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and and like with that, because it's it, it's it's coming into a new chapter of my my life um kind of uh, after this this change which was just basically my my uh split with my long-term partner but it i i also thought well i've changed so much as a person i can't just be i can't be the same so the electronic thing electronic like it it just didn't suit me and then uh, and Lawrence said, no, no, I think, I think you need some darker stuff here. And then he sent this rough track with guitar. And I was like, I, I burst into tears. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what I, like. I've never, ever experienced something where someone completely got what I was saying. And he just, like, like I did the chords, but he'd made them better. Like, he, he arranged it. Right. And, yeah. um, just, and, and, and I love guitar. And I love it's just so ballsy. I just love it, and I just—it's fitting for me that that's going to now be kind of part of my sound. You need a guitar solo? Come on, you, you need one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think either of us going to argue that. Guitar solo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how would you describe your music? Like, I think I put indie pop or something which is a very vague description yeah. when i was tweeting about it earlier but how you know if someone said to you oh you make music what do you do how would you go about describing that yeah i think it like indie pop is a, is a great example like um it's an alternative um i, I would i would say in terms of just the meaning as well it, it's it's quite sad but there's a somewhat triumphantness to it, which is really important for me. It's not like depressing. It's right, it's saying, right. look what I've been through and look where I'm going. Like look 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 how I've gotten over this. And that that's I think well, I know that's not a genre, but I, that's how I want my music to impact people. Like I want them to feel like ah, like like we're we're running out. Is sad, but then there's this climb to it that's actually not sad at all, and it's like a triumphant. Kind of sound, I guess. Positive thinking, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's full of hope as well, isn't it? Like that's the thing that comes across. I like I to think. think so. Oh God, completely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and obviously that, that's just one of the new ones. I, I hope you'll like the next one, which will be pretty soon. But it's again, it's just this. Well, 
when we did run a mile, I, I liked it so much that I thought, I'm, I'm not sure, I wasn't sure if it was just luck. And then we tried to do something else. I thought, no, this is definitely a story I'm painting here, this, this series of events that took place. So, yeah, because I, I don't think you can get the light without the dark right. in a way. So, yeah. I, 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 yeah, there's, so yeah, it, indie pop and a kind of triumphant, powerful feel to it as well. Nice. I love that. That's and, such a great description. Well, yeah, and the the, the key uh, for most people is we, there's you know we don't want to we don't want to pigeonhole either, right? So yeah, yeah, it's, it's um that's the thing. Like I, I I am kind of poppy, but I like the rock. I like the rocky kind of side. But that's fact, it's, it's pop is so wide and 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 vast, yeah. right? So it's not really just one type of pop. There's like a million and one different types, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, I think it's kind of dark, my stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, it, it may be getting a bit darker. So. <laughs> 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 um, but, um, but yeah. For the, for the 90s grunge feel then? <laughs> maybe a little bit. I, <laughs> do you know, I, I really like, um, uh, like, Fantagram and, like, Oh, yeah. Like that. Right. Um, and like you know, Bones UK. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like I love all of that. It's so, it's so gritty. Uh, and I'm really glad you like the lyrics because uh, to run them on because I never thought I was that good with lyrics. So oh, I'm wow. really glad that you, you thought that. I think they're brilliant. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a lyricist, but. <laughs> um, but I, but I do. I'm one of those people that the first thing I focus in on in any song if there's a guitar part it's the guitar if there's a piano it's the piano like that kind of lead instrument because that's what i'm you know personally that i you know i'm a guitarist so i tend to hear that first of all kind of thing but but part of the part of what i like about doing this show for example is i listen to stuff you know over and over again and just constantly there's music everywhere which is great and so it, the the songs that always bubble to the surface are the ones where there's something outside of the bit that I just really like. That might be what kicks it off. I go, oh, that's brilliant. And, you know, within 30 seconds, you go, oh, let's definitely play this or whatever. Uh, hey, Painsy, put this on the playlist. You know, frantically messaging him or whatever. But actually, the songs that stick around for done. me. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't care if it's Saturday morning. But the, the songs that stick around are, I think, the ones where there's that, you know, whether it is lyrics or, you know, sometimes it's just a brilliant breakdown or, you know, something completely, you know, but whatever it is, um, they make, I think that's what makes it more memorable. So, yeah, like I say, listening to, I mean, I've been listening to Run Bar about 10 times today alone, do you know what I mean? So it's kind of, you start to get it, right? You go, oh, yeah, it, it, you're right. There's this darkness, there's this light, but it just, it, I don't know, there's something about the imagery that stands out to me. It's definitely one you can. It's one where if I put it on in the house, you know, either my oldest son, who's nine, or my wife, who's obviously much older than nine, will go, <laughs> otherwise that'd be dodgy. Um, but one of them will go, oh, what's this? You know, and it's one of those where that, that to me is probably the mark of a good song. Not the only mark, because they also don't have, you know, they don't like some of the stuff I like. <laughs> but, um, but I think it's that sort of thing is what I mean. So it just kind of comes out. I'm not phrasing any of these things as questions, but um, anyway, no, I'll let you respond. On that kind of subject, listening to something over and over again, because I get like that with songs. Do you, do you find that like every time you notice something, else about it and you're like ah like and there might be a harmony or something you didn't notice before yeah Yeah. 
That's exactly it. Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Even, even now, albums I've listened to, I don't know how many millions of times. Like, man, how did I not notice that before? That's amazing. Like, yeah. And it depends where you're listening to it. I always find in the car, I hear the bass more. Right. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, like I, I love that. Uh, sorry, I, Mike, I went, sorry. Mike, sorry, just Go one on. quick thing. This is a quick side note, but it's kind of got, kind of got to tie into what we're talking about right now. So uh, just uh, listening to stuff over and over again, that sort of thing. So one thing I, I haven't mentioned before, but I just remembered it, is a fact about Megadeth. And what Dave Mustaine said is if Marty Friedman hadn't joined them, nobody would have paid attention. <laughs> 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 the, the, the guitars. So on that note, just because listening and paying attention, that sort of thing, well, there you go. So Mike, continue. Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I was just going to say, I went to, to college with a guy um, who was a massive music fan but he really only listened to music in earphones and so we had you know we had sort of i think there were six of us in the flat um at one point and two of us had like pretty well to be honest with you pretty big and too big for the space we're in kind of sound systems <laughs> but he would come down and he would listen to like and uh, you know he would listen to oasis he was uh, mancunian lab and he listened to oasis all the time and the stone roses and bands like that and he'd put on like definitely maybe on you know the stereo in my room and he'd sit there and it looked like he was hearing it for the first time you could see it in his eyes just because it was so much louder <laughs> yeah. and his little things like that like you listen to something on a you know i've, I've got like um sort of a portable speaker which i listen to music on the show because it's right. obviously quite late at night but it's kind of like you know, I went to town trying to find one that didn't have that tinny sound. It's got really good bass. Right. I listen to a lot of stuff on headphones, but then we've got a nice stereo. But all of those things, you know, when a song is really well laid and got lots of, you know, kind of lots of those little flourishes, if you like, in it, it comes out, doesn't it, in the different places you listen to it. And I just love that. That's, I know we're now broadly talking about what excites us about music rather than specifically, <laughs> but it's true. Like it just kind of gets me. I'm like, oh, listen to that. I sit in the car and I go to my wife, here, listen to that speaker on the left. And now listen to that one on the right. Can you hear that? She goes, oh yeah, yeah. And it kind of, let, let, this bit sweeps over here and that's got a phaser. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're really right You're right. That, that does happen. Um, yeah. I just find it fascinating, like <laughs> generally music uh, and the experience of the whole thing. Um, Bainty, did you have a question? Because if not, I've got a little game I was going to play. Um, no, you can go ahead and play a game first. Look, don't, I do, I do, I do, sorry, let, me, let me rephrase that. I do have questions, but we can play, well, yeah. the, game. We can play the game first. So. <laughs> do you have an immediate question? No, no. Well, okay. So after the, I don't know if you heard, did you hear last week's show, Millie? by any chance i couldn't i know i was i was gigging last week oh that's exciting we'll talk about that in a minute <laughs> <laughs> so, um on last week's show i found a website that had uh, 65 i think it was random questions to ask someone and so i asked our um, guests to pick a number uh, between one and 65 and we read a question but it was a bit rubbish like the list was all right but i can't actually remember any of the questions because they weren't that great do you know what i mean so Today I found one which has got 101 questions and I thought, let's give it another go because this might be, actually I can only see 100, maybe it's 100 questions, <laughs> don't pick 101. <laughs> so, and I was just thinking, well, maybe maybe we could turn this into something, you've got to try everything twice I think. I love that, yeah. So on that note, could you pick a number between 1 and 100 please? Gosh, 55. 
Right, let me just scroll, scroll, scroll. No. Right, this is gonna. Um, okay, this is gonna be one of the most unique and original insights into you that anyone has ever got in an interview. Okay, question fifty-five says, "What food do you crave more than any other?" Oh, I love curry. Oh yes, love a curry, but I don't eat meat. So, um, I well since. <laughs> Since I've become vegetarian, I haven't had a curry. So I, I've got a friend who's vegetarian. He's gonna, he's gonna show me like the best dishes. I'm gonna miss it though. I do love, I do love Gelfrezi. Gelfrezi's lush. Vegetable do piazza is a good veggie curry. Is it? All right, I'll have to. Try. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to try that. I think from memory, it's a bit mild, but you can normally like get them to put another chili in it or something if you like it a bit spicy, right. like a Gelfrezi. Um, I, I'm gonna say sushi. And we haven't been able to have sushi Ooh. over a year, and it's, it's it's annoying because like we looked at the, the places we usually went to, okay, but they didn't have anything on their curbside pickup or delivery uh, that we used to use. Like, well, we don't want to kind of surprise. We know we like, so we, <laughs> you know, and and we used to go there uh, quite like probably once, sometimes twice a month. Anyways, point being was it was all you can eat, right? But. Kim and I don't really eat that much, so there's one time, actually it was kind of funny, that the waiter came out and says, uh, my boss says he's going to give you a 15% discount because you didn't really eat that much at all. I was like, oh, okay, okay cool, right on. Like, It wasn't on purpose, Like we were just full. <laughs> yeah, that's all you can eat places. Don't they like charge you if you don't finish every single bit? Well, it, well, it, it depends. I mean, if you have like a full plate, then they're going to charge you. But if you have like a, like a little kind of corner area, no, they won't. Yeah. And le- unless they really had a bad day or whatever. I mean, <laughs> I, can be, I, can, I, can, I can be a bit more, um, well, not vocal, but have a few more choice words. But I'm not going to get into it that way. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, so. I, you, I didn't know that was a thing. So you go to an all-you-can-eat restaurant. Yeah. I've got this right. You fill up your plate. And if you don't eat it all, they go... You just cost us a load of money, mate. Essentially, yes. Yeah. If, if I'm going to say, if that's never happened to me, but I'm going to say, if you have at least half a plate or more, then they will charge you. If you get less than that, then I wouldn't be concerned whatsoever. Mate, this is why people set up online petitions. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Change is needed. <laughs> Change. Change. <laughs> So, well, you know what? I think this is this is a perfect transition to uh, play New Experiences, new song and single, a song called "Run a Mile." Dig this. I know you're right here. I can see, but I can't feel your heart moving oceans away from me. It's not that I don't want you to stay. So I might as well go away I can't take this anymore Your temperamental ways That you forced to make me go I don't 
Tamaris with Run a Mile, and I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, like I love that fade out, and you, yeah. you, uh, you have such a strong vocal presence, and that's what I love about the song, because I remember when I first listened to it, it was like, wow, and you know, no, you know what, immediately what I, I thought, because, just because, you know, you're not, this is, this is not a knock, but you're not very tall, so kind of, kind of tiny, yeah, right? How did you know that? Well, I mean, I just just by looking at and kind of judging and kind of guessing. Plus, <laughs> plus, plus, plus the stuff you put up on Instagram and TikTok, right? So, yeah. <laughs> but either way, my my point is is when I when I, when I thought of that, but I also thought of Maynard from I know I thought of Maynard from Tool because he's only like five two five three, and you could hear his voice for for miles and miles away, and you have that same power behind your voice, and it just amazes me, and, and I just love it. So when I hear you really go for those high notes and it's like really you can you can tell uh through your vocals alone how um focused and involved you are in the song and it's like man this is just yes this is just kick ass you know 
Thank you. I love that. No, thank you. That's a that's a very big compliment. I appreciate that. I love that you're you're trying to work out, Bainsy, how tall our guests are. <laughs> <laughs> well, not generally speaking, but you know. <laughs> I think we should be a pole. <laughs> well, no, um, I wonder if there's any advantages or disadvantages to being very tall or very short in music. But I'm guessing probably not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Well, it's weird you should say about my height because some. Someone um, uh, who heard my voice when they met me were like, oh, you're so short, you're like small and mighty. And I was like, I'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the song a bit before, but listening to it again, I just, Bonesy's right, by the way, the fade out is brilliant. I really like that. It just works so perfectly. But it's so, the build up is so perfect in that song. Like it just... It starts off, it's there, you set the scene, it's it's bringing all those images together and starting to tell that story, and then it just lights up like a bonfire in the middle, just goes crazy, and then you've got that beautiful little fade-out at the end, which just works really well. And Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know what we haven't already said, but the vocals are <laughs> incredibly strong, and like I said earlier, kind of just the way it's put together and everything, brilliant tune. It, you know, we both heard that and got very excited straight away, which is cool. That's honestly so nice of you. Thank you. And and, and like I said before, I've, I feel really honoured because I've, I've worked with Lawrence Henderson, who's on the guitar, and then Luke Ridden, uh, who produces it. But the thing is, I think that's the best I've sung on a track. I don't know if you've heard anything before this, but um, yeah, yeah. Right, right at the end, they were like, no, 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 you can reach it. You've got to go up, go up there. I was like, I can't do that. And I'm like, yes, you can. And it's that's the thing. It's that teamwork. I just love working with those two. So. Thank you to Luke and, and Henderson, but um, that means like it means so much that you guys appreciate it. Like I, I really do appreciate that. How much you? I appreciate how much you appreciate. Uh, <laughs> I, allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm Richie Cunningham. This is my wife, Oprah. <laughs> no it's brilliant and like i did the, you know i always go back and check people's kind of back catalogs and listen to other stuff and everything and it was you know i was going to ask you about it but you already mentioned it, but it's quite notable the change you know in this particular Thank song i thought and that's not to say i didn't i really enjoyed lots of the other stuff as well but it certainly feels like um kind of you know a deliberate change in direction and a um, you know, a new route, and it's. I think it's really powerful. I think it's brilliant to be honest. Thank you. No, I'm glad you said that. Um, I found question 101, by the way. It was under an advert. Uh, so you don't have to pick 101, but do you want to pick another number? <laughs> I think you should pick a number. You think I should? Oh, okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go number 90. Okay. Um, okay, which is if not blue. What colour do you think the ocean should be? Oh. <laughs> Purple. Green. Oh, green. Oh, nice. I'd probably go for some sort of red. <laughs> Although, I say that because red's my, kind of my favourite colour, but then a red That'd ocean could be quite white. intimidating. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, <laughs> the, the, pardon the quote-unquote red sea. <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, you're not part of the Red Sea here, just do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it would actually be, you'd, you'd have nightmares, wouldn't you? So maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I like this game. <laughs> you do, I'm glad. Yeah. I, have to, I have to find a lot more websites if we're going to continue this, Bainsy. <laughs> 
They're like Christmas jokes that you get in crackers. I, I, this is, this is <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Um, I have a joke for you, Millie. Mike has heard this one a couple of times, and I'm okay. not sure if you listened to this one episode. So uh, what happens is a grasshopper goes into a bar, and he asks the bartender for, for a drink, and the bartender says, okay, well, what do you want? He goes, goes, I, goes I don't know. Surprise me. He says, okay, no problem. Puts a drink in front of him, and then he says, he goes, you know what? Did you know they have a drink named after you? Is so, all really? There's a there's a, a drink named Irving. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Nice. <laughs> Come on. Very very cheesy and very you know, low key, but I love it. I think you know. I think you should go on tour with that joke. Yeah, Lindsay. right. Yeah. <laughs> when the world opens up, you should travel worldwide. <laughs> Probably not. I guess I probably have some better ones, but not necessarily <laughs> potentially. You can, make, you can make a whole thing out of it. You could bring a grasshopper to the show. Right. Yeah. Um, I like that. I say make a whole thing out of it. I mean, that's as far as I got. But you know, <clears throat> it could be it could be quite the creative spectacle. Possibly, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I always find if I'm playing, like, want to be funny. I'm really not. Like, when you talk- <laughs> I just can't make jokes. Like it's got to be something that's kind of off the cuff. I, I I would just struggle, and I'd laugh at my own joke, and then <laughs> just be awkward. Well, I, I, I'll, I, I'll admit there's a, there's a couple times when when uh, 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 M and I were visiting uh, um, uh, Mike, and I, I made a couple made a couple of jokes. He just kind of looked at me. He's like, um, "Am I supposed to, <laughs> want, to do I laugh to be polite?" Or <laughs> <you know? It's> like, <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve, man. If it's yeah, not funny, yeah. I'm a harsh audience. <laughs> I actually, um, this is a bit of a sidetrack, but I was on a, uh, a Zoom call at, at work. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. And um, it was like 30 people on this thing, and they were waiting for more people to join. And someone just said, oh, has anyone got any jokes? Uh, and it was, there was kind of silence, and I'm not very good at silence. I'm like, I must feel the noise, feel the silence with noise. And um, so I told this joke, but which I will tell you now, but the thing is when you're on a call with like 30 people, everyone puts themselves on mute, don't they? Because obviously you don't want yeah. you know all of that background noise. So I just told this joke, which is bad anyway, to complete silence. Cause anyone that was <laughs> laughing was doing it on mute. And it was really, really like, Oh, have I just, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, when you look at it, you go, is my boss on this call? Am I going to lose my job because of this? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the joke was there's a bit of bacon and a sausage in a frying pan. And the, uh, the sausage goes, cool, it's hot in here. And the bacon goes, wow, a talking sausage. See, I love that because it's so stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's why I love South Park. So. <laughs> I love South Park. Oh, well, I have... I have a majority of the seasons on DVD, but it's on one of the apps, so I've been watching episodes here and there. And just seeing someone I haven't seen for a long time, and it's like, oh my god, I just come along, just crying. I was laughing so hard. And the the one specifically, I can't really, or I could, but I don't want to say it on air because it's it's, it's just it's just a little too crass. So no, we'll, we'll skip over that one, but. Um, definitely my absolute favorite episode ever is the one where they want to watch uh, the, the trailer to the new Terrence and Phil movie and it's during the Russell Crowe show where he literally not figuratively but literally 
goes around the world beating people up. It was called Russell Crowe fighting around the world. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just the language, it's, it's funny. It's like, oh, but, oh my god. <laughs> you know, it's like you shake your head and you, you start laughing. You, you can't believe it, but still, still so stupid. It's funny. It's like, oh my god, it's so ridiculous, but wow. <laughs> They so push boundaries on that show to well, such exactly. a level, don't I mean, it's just... <laughs> One of my favourites is where they all go and play pirates. Yo, yes, like, yes. They're all like eight or nine years old or whatever, and they end up joining a bunch of Somali pirates, and it's just such a brilliant, just really clever, but also makes you go, oh, my God, I can't believe they're doing that kind of moment where right. they're well, joining and- a real Somali pirate crew. <laughs> The biggest thing is they're always current, right? So everything is within like three, four days of whatever big uh, um, incident happened. That's why they're always like right on top of it. So it's not months, weeks later. It's like literally this exact same week it happened. Very relevant. Yeah, you're yeah. right, actually. Because they, they, they did the same thing with Alien Gonzalez, the, the child who, who came over on the boat from Cuba. His brother passed away. Mm. So, But what they did is they, they did um, four Romanian quintuplets who were part of a uh, um, Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, so, yeah, so. Anyway, let's get back to music because we sidetracked way too much and we have about five minutes left. But, Millie, what, what do you have next? What's up next for you? What do you got? What do you got? What do you have that works? Um, so, I, I do have something that I'm gonna, I'm gonna like announce the date it's released and stuff within the next week or so. Nice. Um, very excited about this one. Very, very excited. Um, and because I've got everything planned for the next year in terms of releases, um, I, because I, I like getting it all ready so that I can focus on the live stuff. I right. really want and I really want to come to America when it's safe. I really yeah. want to do that. And I just, I want to get to gig as much as possible. Uh, and and I love meeting people. I want to go to anywhere and everywhere, just perform. Well, I'll- I'll tell you one thing. If you ever make it to Michigan in the U.S., I have my dad lives there, so I will definitely drive over with with Kim. We'll, we'll come and see you. If you go to Toronto, we'll make the drive to Toronto. So, you no, know, there, there's, oh, there's 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 a, a good scope of area we we can go that's not too far for us. So if you hit there, yeah, we're on it. A hundred percent. And you know, I think traveling. I I feel like I need to travel a bit. To, to write the new chapter right. you like I, I really want to see some as much as I love being with my cat over lockdown, <laughs> I, I'd love to go somewhere else um but yeah just to like releasing um I don't like rushing releases I like to take time on all of them so be every, every few months stuff be coming out and um yeah I'm going to be performing on my own but with my band as well right. I've got a really great band cool. um, yeah I have like three rapid fire questions. Oh, go on. Uh, number one is, what's your cat's name? Lily. Lily, that's a great name for a cat. It's confusing because my name's Millie, but we won't go there. Lily and Millie. <laughs> like, oh, there's a whole sitcom in that. We should all go on tour and do some sort of forget music. Let's all do comedy. I love. <laughs> I, I, I hear Lily. I th- I think uh, um, the monsters. I made it finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, my second question was: You said you were going to announce the date and all that very soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. You don't have to say yes to this, but would you like to announce that live on the show as an exclusive for New Music Saturday right now? 
I can't because it's not complete. <laughs> yeah. It's not complete. Oh, no, that's fair. One more thing, one more thing, and then, but it, it, it will be in June. 100%. Excellent. Right, yeah. that's the exclusive that day. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, oh, what was the third one? I've forgotten the third rapid fire question, so it won't be that rapid. Um, oh, no, I was going to ask because we always forget to do this. Um, or I always forget to do this, but um, where can people, where's the best place for people to look you up? after this because they're gonna you know everyone in the world listens to this obviously and they're gonna listen to that and go wow oh. i want to find out more about millie uh, where should they go oh thank you for that so yeah m- my instagram um i tend to I like i, I advertise as like a, a link in my bio with links to other places so yes my instagram and some people struggle to say my name so thank you guys for saying it properly oh, Some, yeah. sometimes oh, really? sometimes yeah. on, with the bbc they go millie and then because it's a greek name they go right. thimaris and they put an accent on it and they change it and it's so oh, funny i, I, <laughs> I just got a present how it's in my head right so i just thought it was right <laughs> but, yeah so it's, it's millie with a y and then tamaris th th um but uh yeah in instagram instagram's the best place but can well, I? Are you guys going to play my new track when I send it to oh, you? Of course. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. look, you're asking. Of course we are. <laughs> Good. I hope you I mean, like. Unless it's terrible, obviously. But, you know. oh, oh, please. <laughs> we probably already know it's not. So. <laughs> no, of course we would. We would love to. And anything you want to send us, we would love to play um, and Thank spread the word you. and share the love. Definitely. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much for joining us tonight, Millie. We had a great time. Sorry about the kind of shaky, kind of weird start, but uh, never gonna, w- welcome to NMS and, and the, the shit that kind of happens whenever it decides to. So, but welcome <laughs> <laughs> to a live podcast. Yeah. <laughs> now that's your support as well. Like, really, you know, it's been, I've never been a guest on a show. This is this is definitely. My favourite show. It's my favourite one. So thank you for That's having me. That's very much appreciated. We very oh, much. Thank the you. pleasure was all ours to have you on the show. Oh, yep. thank you guys. You'll have to come back later in the year as well. we'll uh, oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I'll be listening every week. I'll be catching up if uh, I miss it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And Amelia, we had a great time. And we will be doing an interview again soon. You can count on that for sure. Lovely. Oh, thank you, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night, and in your case, um, the day with the yeah, evening. Yeah, right. <laughs> in my right. case, a very early morning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Millie. Really. Have it's a great night. To thank you, you too. Bye, guys. Good night. Bye. Thank you. Right on. That was Millie Tamaris, and we'll call Mike right now. Uh, Guys, I do get in a pocket before the shaky start, but we got through it and uh, stuff happens. So hey, buddy. Hello. So there man. you have it, man. What a great one, eh? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say exactly the same thing. That was just, I mean, the time flies. We always say it, but the time genuinely flies on these interviews. Yeah, I was looking up, I was like, oh my God, it's like, man, we got to kind of unfortunately wrap things up. Not that we wanted to, but. We should uh, we should literally wrap things up one day, and you and I just stop everything and do a little wrap. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, man, I, I do apologize for the shaky start because I thought I had everything separate properly, and I didn't. Oh, sorry. So 
after 10 text debtors, like, do it, we'll talk and we'll get through this, get back on. And of course, for some reason, iTunes came on, I was playing some of it down, I was like, oh my god, like, seriously. <laughs> we got through it all, so we do appreciate everybody's patience with that, but we had a great interview with Millie Tamaris and uh, Rona Miles out right now, so you can pick it up on pretty much anywhere, um, Bandcamp, uh, iTunes, that sort of thing. But great tune, and uh, she has new stuff almost going to be released in like a couple more weeks, roughly. But either way, um, it was a great to have her on, and what a fun interview that was. And her first, uh, I guess, one of her first interviews where she's kind of a guest, which is awesome. So, and happy to have her on and have her back on very soon. So, a big thank you definitely. to Maris. That was awesome. Yeah. No, definitely. That was absolutely brilliant. I, I, I loved your height question. I thought that was... Oh, thank you. <laughs> <kind> of, <laughs> I thought that was inspired for someone who's not very tall. <laughs> well, you know, it's, you know I, I, I thought that too just because um, what what uh, I leave one does a lot of time too when I'm not around is if something's on a higher shelf, she'll use the tongs and to go up and she'll use the tongs to pull it off or she'll try to get up on the counter and then you'll know, reach up to the cupboard because she's short, right? <laughs> and, and then yeah. Mike, you know you better, right? So, because uh, a couple times, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple times, like, it's like, yeah, chips. Like, how'd you reach there? How'd you reach there on the middle shelf? She's like, oh, I'm not gonna show you. I'm not gonna show you my secret. I go, come on, show me, right? I was like, oh, tongs. <laughs> that's actually pretty smart, right? I love it. I mean, that's that's inspired. That's that's oh, absolutely yeah, genius. Right? Yeah, that's good. Either way, <laughs> it was a great time, and yet, like normal, 45 minutes was not enough. Never is, never is. But if we did now, that wouldn't be enough. If we exactly. did two hours, it would be yeah. enough. It's just the way of the world. We, we see the same thing every single time. So exactly, man. Exactly. Um, I'll tell you what, right? You pick a number between one and one hundred and one, and we'll try it with you. Thirty-seven. <laughs> Thirty-seven. That yes. was just like straight away. I'm in there. Oh, look. Here you go. This is a great question. Uh, if if right, there's a, there's a right answer and a wrong answer to this, in my opinion. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, give oh, the setting we're in. If you could be famous for something, what do you wish it could be? Uh, this. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's the right answer. Doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd have said anything else, that's it. I, you know, walk out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that still in it? <laughs> it's like that time I watched for you to launch. And no, no, done. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. We've got a good show then. What we've got coming yeah, up? Man. So next up, we have brand new haha, Cyanide Sunday. Oh, yeah. So, nice. yeah. <laughs> when I saw the note fix come up, I saw, I saw Andre. He's like, please say it's Andre from Cyanide Sunday. He's like, Cyanide Sunday, Yes. <laughs> So, brand new Cyanide Sunny in a song called Throw It Down. Dig this.
Sunday with Throw It Down and man this is an awesome heavy tune and it just like right off the right out of the gates it just like yeah it's great kind of uppercut and you know and a, a good a good solid like left hook and what a great start uh, just so powerful so loud and heavy and it's awesome and like I said when I saw the notification come up I saw I saw Andre's like please please be Andre for Sunday Night Sunday and it was like oh fucking right nice like <laughs> as opposed to Andre the Giant yeah right uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just tying that into the conversation about height <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a fantastic what I love about these guys actually is it's it's big and it's heavy it's got you know brilliant guitar work and the solo's really cool and everything but also there's there's tons of space like there's you know, everything stands out individually it's not all like mushed together like you know I think a lot of people are doing this now, which is really good to hear, because there was a, fa- a period of time where heavy music was all kind of smushed into one big heavy noise, and it's difficult right. to pick out the harmonics and stuff. But bands like this and loads of bands we play, actually, that write in that heavy style are really you know, taking the time to carve out individual spaces in the mix. And it just sounds, I think it sounds bigger and heavier and better. Um, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant tune. That's, that's awesome. Right on, man. Well, next up we have brand new pesticides well, the pesticides and it's a song called take me do this Thank you. 
chose this song that was the pesticides and take me in. I chose this song because, man, this totally reminded me of Sonic Youth. I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. It was like, it was like a song off Dirty or Washing Machine, you know, or even going later on to, to Murray Street. Like, it just was a great tune. I love the vocals. I just love the kind of raw, almost kind of garage alternative kind of punk rock to it, like indie sound. A great tune. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I like. Do you know what's hilarious is you? I'm just going to read you what I'm writing. Right, this is the tweet that I'm about to send, and it says, "I find the pure raw energy of this band really refreshing. Garage punk with a sonic youth feel. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's like you're in my head. <laughs> Get out of yeah. my head." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I haven't watched Family Guy for so long. Actually, I'm gonna have to watch more Family Guy. But yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a brilliant, brilliant tune. Um, in fact, reading that out loud doesn't get across how passionately I feel. This is brilliant. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it's a really. They're is it a duo or I can't remember, but it's a great um, band, let's say. Um, and it just it's really raw and it's really like you know it's proper kind of in your face. It kind of spits at you, doesn't it? It's that kind of punk. Um, I just think it's brilliant. It's inspired. Well, like I said, I'll be honest. Like the first, I mean, besides Sonic Youth, the first album I thought from Sonic Youth might be other was their album Dirty, right? So I was like, okay, well, that pops out. So definitely. So next definitely. up, man, we have brand new Vaccine Seven from their brand new album and their debut album. So it's a song called Poison. Dig this. <laughs>
right on vaccine seven with poison off their brand new album and what a great album it is and what a great song and she just has a just such a unique and powerful voice just love listening to this this band yeah it's brilliant isn't it there's there's something really haunting about some of the harmonies which i really like <laughs> they're kind of um yeah i can only i don't know how you describe it haunting uh, which is brilliant the guitars are just so i know i said this last week but they're so lush in terms of tone and everything like they're dark but they're not muddy you can just hear everything it's really powerful the bass just sits beautifully under that um kind of pushes it along yeah it's brilliant their, their sound is phenomenal and their songwriting is excellent i love this band right on man well next up we have brand new kiotoba i'm still not i don't think it's released quite yet so i think it's still uh um under the you can pre-save it on spotify that sort of thing uh if it is out it is available on spotify or bank camera anywhere else but i'm not sure i think it's the 14th is the official release date of the song but we played it uh a week ago or so but it's a great tune so this is kitoba with hold me don't let go dig this
Dion Kitoba with let uh, sorry hold me don't let go uh, and this is definitely one of her most powerful songs like not just vocally but uh, instrumental as well and what a great tune and again we were getting the privilege about a week or so ago of uh, premiering this song on our show before anyone else which is amazing and big thank you and she is definitely on the list uh, to be interviewed because honestly um, <clears throat> we're uh, we're getting pretty full so we'll, we'll uh, have to fit her in in June and I haven't sent you the new list Mike but we uh, just one moment I'll, I'll pull right up here for you but uh, we're pretty full already so we have one open weekend next week which is uh, um, actually no that's the 15th that's the 200th show so the yeah. 22nd will be our open weekend so nice so nice. next next weekend we have episode 200 which is amazing and Flux will be our musical guest. And then after that, we have uh, our, an open show, so it's just you and I, and play 30 or so songs. After that, on May 29th, we have In Solace, so they'll be joining us for May 29th. Nice. Uh, June 5th will be I Rock Out, so uh, she is just recording some new stuff right now, so it's awesome. And then mm-hmm. on June 12th, we'll have Lost Chimes. Excellent. That's amazing, man. Yeah, so we'll see. Kitoba, if you're listening, we'll set you up for the Saturday after that. And then, wow, yeah, we're pretty much done with you. We've got, uh, there's one more in there. We've got Goes of Goodspeed in there somewhere. Yes. Um, I'm going to double check that, but yes. I can't remember the date, but anyway, we're working out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, I had to double check, but uh, I know we have them on the list too, so. Yeah, man. Oh, man, it's so good. I mean, I have to say, and I know we've said it before, but the, the one good thing and probably the only good thing about the you know the lockdowns and the pandemic and everything else is availability of musicians to do interviews on the show. Right. So <laughs> that's been and, quite good. Uh, the rest much, of it's a shit show, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> I will have to check off Farron because I want to make sure I didn't double book, and if I did, I apologize, and I will make it right very quickly. So. It's a good possibility because I've been trying to you know put down each time I have like an uh, on my notepad I have an endless interviews list so I keep on adding and adding and adding right and putting the dates and everything else so I'm um, not sure if I did that so I'm going to have to double check so if I double booked I will make it work uh, we could potentially do a double booking show so uh, depending on um, situation well not situation but um, time zone they're in <laughs> we could potentially make it work yeah. so uh, but next up we have a brand that side I said I will get started out I do promise that so next up, we have a brand new song by Kath and the Kicks. It's a song called I'm Alive. Do this.
Kath and the Kicks with I'm Alive. Uh, man, that was like, I mean, this was a one other tune that could have been, uh, could have been uh, part of part two down the rabbit hole or this way. And uh, partially because of the vocals and the, the kind of um, twisted the wrong word, but it just, uh, <laughs> I, well, I know, I know, I'm just trying to think of the way to describe the music. It's, it's more has does have that tripped out kind of um, part two feeling to it as well, but the vocals were super powerful and love this. It's been, and it's been a while. We have played Catholic kicks before, but it's been a, a good amount of time, but this is their brand new single. I'm alive, but really, really does. one. like, man, yes. Like, yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's a big, heavy, grungy tune, isn't it? It's just full on in your face. It's got those great little guitar bends that are a bit Foo Fighters-y, a bit right. kind of Dave Grohl um, in there, which is brilliant to hear. That's a band we don't reference enough, but they've influenced so many people, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, got a bit of that going on. There's definitely a bit of, um, bit of Courtney Love and Hole, maybe, in the vocals. Um and yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just a really, really massive tune. I really like that. It's one where you can just, you get into that straight away and you go, oh, it's over. Let's that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play it again. But yeah, it's great. Proper good tune. Well, man, we have um, three more songs to get to you here for part one. We'll take a quick break. Uh, but next up is a brand new song by Static and Verona. As he put in the email, not as poppy, but he's been experimenting quite a bit and it's been nothing but gold anyways so you know yeah you, you don't need the old work to ask we're, we're good we'll we'll make our uh, our our review but it's always gonna be good because we love the stuff you put out so here we go with brand new static in verona and a song called savages do this Back, looking back, now you only see the faults You spent a coma, but now you think you know it all The savages, the gun The savages are gone It's darkest for the dark, but the shadows will linger on. Tell me what you wanna say, maybe I'll believe it. You hear what you wanna hear, but you'll never add
in Verona with Savages uh, like you said he put in his email not as poppy but you know as good as a little bit more dark but still a great fit to part one and love his vocals and you know what he's been putting out great album after Graham or EP like he he's just a kind of similar of a workaholic when it comes to music but we really enjoy it and we love the new stuff and it's always a great listen especially because like most musicians you know he's his own worst critic and uh, but one, one time he asked me he's like what uh, I, I'm not sure how to comment and you know just to because <laughs> it wasn't like I disliked the song I just wasn't sure quite how to word it anyway <clears throat> but that aside great tune and uh, if you are listening Rob we'd love to have you on for an interview at some point so please uh, give us a shout email that sort of thing let us know yeah definitely I love that I think I think I was listening to quite loudly, so I didn't quite hear you. But I think I heard you say uh, "Beastie Boys" yes, at the beginning I did. of that. I did, yes. Yeah, when we we're off air, and I completely agree. That first kind of drum beat, where it's kind of you know the drums are a bit distorted, sounded just like something off of like Sabotage or um, a kind of era. Or that album wasn't called Sabotage, was it? But anyway, no. whatever. <laughs> <that was called. laughs> no communications. Ill communication, that's it. yeah, yeah, so, but yeah, it's that kind of vibe, which is wicked. And I love it. It's kind of alternative pop, um, kind of vibe. It's it's uh, it's almost there's a bit of that where I think because of, it's got like a refrain and stuff, and it's kind of a got an elbow and bellow head kind of you know alternative folk sort of vibe, but set to a, an indie background, which I think is really cool. It just sounds really full his production is brilliant like he always produces um songs amazingly but yeah i, I really like that i think that's a really cool tune it's a bit darker maybe than some of his other stuff in the in the sound but um but i like that i think that he's you know that works for him he's really rocking that to be honest with you right on man well, we have two more songs here for part one next one up um this is uh, kind of kind of cool because i thought about it because we played modern mimes last week it was from there was a single from february and because we've been playing a long time, it's like, this is a great song, she's got a great voice, let's play again. And then, okay, cool, we play it. And then, guess what? We have brand new Modern Mimes for tonight's NMS. So it's like, oh, well, kick ass, that's amazing. Yeah. So, here we go with brand new Modern Mimes and a song called Seek and Hide. And dig this.
something late Sure to make the change But you can't force what was never made I take a breath and I let it go played uh, their new single from February last weekend just because we played them in a while and all of a sudden like oh hey great bread truck awesome so <laughs> that was Modern Mimes and Seek and Hide and man what a great tune and that could have gone part one or down the rabbit hole so it could have been rock song or, or down the rabbit hole because between the vocals and the kind of trippiness to it but then there's just that heavy <clears throat> alternative almost kind of rock metal side to it you know <clears throat> It yeah. could go either way, but great tune, very, very, very powerful, especially the vocals. Wow. Yeah, the the bit that I thought was really um, rabbit holy, if you like, <laughs> was, rabbit holy. Yeah, in that final chorus, before like the sort of quiet outro bit. I mean, that final chorus, that when you really listen to, that, I had to switch over the headphones just to get my head around that because there were so many layers. <laughs> like there was the sort of vocal rounds with the sort of really soulful, almost Pink Floyd, you know, the, I can't remember her name, but the backing singer in Pink Floyd had that amazing voice um, when they did that tour. Um, it's got that kind of thing going on in the back with the vocal going over the top. And then there was at least two, maybe three guitar layers and the bass and the drums and like a piano or something. It was just amazing. <laughs> like it was properly tripped out. But like you say, it's also, you know, it's set in the context of a kind of, you know, big fat alternative rock team. So it definitely could sit in either part but that's just a great tune and like you say i love the coincidence of the timing that you know play a track been played for a while last week and bang there's a new one fantastic oh, <laughs> it makes yeah. us look really good it makes us look we're so on the pulse yeah who's been the piano 
<laughs> All right, so we have one more song to get to here for part one, and then uh, part two, I promise we'll discuss our Bandcamp purchases. But so our last song for part one of, uh, well, well, not of the night, but last song for part one uh, is Brand New Ron Bowes, and the song's called God, I Really Miss My Rock and Roll. Take this. <laughs>
right on, Ron Bowes, and God, I really miss my rock and roll. And you know what? As soon as I heard the song, the first thing, th- the first thing I thought of was Keith Richards, right yeah. away. And uh, I just love the tune. I just love. I mean, obviously there there is Rolling Stones influence as well, but Ron is just so versatile and has done so many side projects and different vocal tiers there and everywhere. And just like. Man, what won't he do or what will he think of next? Well, this is it. I mean, this was the most Rolling Stones influenced song I've ever heard by him in many ways. Man, like... uh, in terms of the guitar tone and just everything was, yeah, right in there, which is brilliant. It was kind of Sticky Fingers-esque, I thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good point, yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's a great tune, man. I'm really looking forward to his new album. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. It's been a while since he's done anything yes. solo, and you know, I was just having a chat um, with my messenger a minute ago, and obviously, you know, with pandemic and everything else going on, it's been a tough year for everyone. But yeah, he's getting this out. It's going to be really, really good. Uh, I'm just, uh, I was just telling you off air. I've just. Um, Put a couple, of, put a date in front of them for an interview, possibly on the on the podcast. So um, happy days, mate! I'm looking forward to more Ron Bays. I love that, and we've never actually interviewed him solo, which surprised me. No, because uh, the one only time was with Rocker Hart, right? Yeah, I know. And I, I was just thinking that I was thinking, oh shit, yeah, because you know, it it, it feels like we definitely should have interviewed him before, <laughs> <laughs> right? But you know, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely get that involved. So that's cool. All right, um, so go ahead. No, I was just going to say. I was just going to say to finish that off. I absolutely love that tune. I love the harmonica in particular. I think it's beautiful um, on that. I just think he has this Bob way of Dylan Neil Youngish. You know. Yeah, but he, he also yeah is, and he bends and kind of he's got like that honky tone, and he just does it really brilliantly. It's sort of breathless. Um, yeah, he's a really strong player. It's really good. He reminds me of Orange G in that sense. He's yeah, a good harp nice. player as well. Yeah, cool. Uh, anyway, that was right on. a very long way of saying so, it's brilliant. So, man, we've had an amazing part one. A big thank you to our special musical guest, Millie Tamaris. And uh, we're going to have her back on when the new single comes out. But what a great interview that was. We had a lot of fun. I had a lot of great tunes, some kick-ass rock alternative tunes and some heavier tunes. And just a quick kind of change, split, twist around, especially with new Bombos. But uh, we have uh, next weekend, um, we have our 200th episode coming up and our music as we flux. But uh, we have some more great tunes for you tonight. We're going to take a quick little break here and we'll be back for uh, Hashtag Down the Rebel Part 2. And uh, we have a few long songs. Uh, actually, Part 2 is all, uh, well, three or us are at least world premieres. So that'll yes. be cool. And until then, uh, Mike, I think. We, we've had a good part one and we'll take a quick break to do part two mate it's been a brilliant part one I love the interview all the songs have been amazing and part two is awesome including aren't we finishing off with like a seven or eight minute yes. uh, Danny Dangerous with seven, finishing with seven and have a ten minute in between so yeah we're we yeah. a little bit of work <laughs> with here so oh it's going to be great that's why Mike <laughs> does do the list and he gives me the stress to do that so you know <laughs> and we're going to talk about Bandcamp Friday so definitely tune in for part 2 yeah. it's going to be amazing um, yeah this has been great man I'll speak to you in a minute alright we'll be back in about say 15-ish minutes yeah I mean time right. okay let's go with that and uh, we'll be back about 15-20 until that bones out memory banks of the supercomputer <laughs> Oh!
rinky-dink that! Krieger out! Whether it's getting back into work, thinking about a different job, or helping you improve your CV, we can help you make a new start. Visit gov.uk slash job help. A good place to start. And when you hear the sound, you'll forget about all things complicated. Monthly fixed costs, binding contracts, customers forgetting their card. Running your own business? Make card payments simple with SumUp. Get your reader now at sumup.co.uk.